0: get away from some of the intra-week stock action and the pain trade that was the equity market again, and let's talk about the cybersecurity connection to Things, not just enterprise businesses with software at risk, but perhaps the hardware too. Joining us, Paul Powers is a CEO at Things.com and Fizz Nepal, welcome to the td ameritrade network Uh, tell us about what you do at things.com i hope we've got some b-roll to show folks it's a very interesting site from what i understand you are searching different parts uh uh, designs and all 3d printed
1: uh not all 3d printed actually we have a number of models uh from around the world that are for ar for vr uh so augmented reality virtual reality parts that are uh, used in CAD, so for actual normal manufacturing, but a lot of them are for 3D printing. And THANKS is actually the world's largest uh, 3D search engine. So it can search modeling based off of text, but also based off of the actual geometry itself. And it's a product that we have here at FISNA, FISNA is short for physical DNA, and uh, THANKS uses our core technology, which is, so FISNA basically breaks down models into a, um, a, a code. So that's why we use the analogy of a DNA. And that code allows us to search for models based on other models, whether they're inside of them or similar. And it also allows us to compare models to each other and analyze them and make predictions like how they can be manufactured, et cetera. So that's what we do. Hmm. And uh, that comparison also relates to how we can help people in cybersecurity specifically.
0: OK, so uh, that's pretty cool. So the uh... Walk me through the way you're thinking about the cybersecurity risk. We spent a good bit of this week talking of, about that subject uh, with our guests. Obviously, a heightened risk point is, uh, well, you know, uh, and I'll, not not to stereotype, I guess, but the Russians like to hack. OK, it's no secret. They've been behind some big hacks and uh, we've already seen that that's been a role in this um in this conflict in Ukraine. So where does the, the things part come into play? Is it that um, they could go in and change blueprints for like big machine or equipments of companies that are using printers or what?
1: Exactly. So. The, the most common example that I can think of, actually one of the most devastating cyber attacks that can be performed is for a hacker to actually alter a CAD design. So the model essentially that's used for either 3D printing or for other types of manufacturing. And this can be done in ways that aren't detectable with without specialized model analysis software. So much most companies still don't operate today. And what, the reason this is so devastating is that these 3D models are the basis for everything that's manufactured. So a faulty design element, just one modification could render all products that are manufactured based on that design completely inoperable or even dangerous in certain industries such as automotive or aerospace, et cetera. And so it's important to have a backup that's um, in the cloud, right? So something that's detached from your system. And by codifying that data, you have a snapshot in point in history with how your uh, geometry was at that point in time. And so, what we allow people to do is, if something were to be changed in that model, if they were to have, a, if an unauthorized person were to make a geometric modification to a model, you can go back and compare uh, that change, no matter how it was introduced. And that's important because most companies don't have that, they rely on, um, they essentially have one copy of their 3D model. Yeah. and tools these viewers aren't made to show you every type of 3d change that could exist they're there to show you roughly what something looks like so without having a comparison tool somebody could go in and change the code of the underlying code of that model and make a small manipulation that means that it's either impossible to manufacture or it's faulty after manufacturing or what i think is the worst it's prone to breaking down very rapidly shortly Mm. after being manufactured causing untold devastation physically
0: yeah uh, well, if, you know, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but let's say Ford's rolling out a new EV truck, and the uh, blueprint for a piece has been hacked, and suddenly thousands of trucks stop working or light on fire or something, right? I mean, uh, the potential risk uh, for that. So, um, how then can uh, uh, can one secure? I mean, are, are you saying you've got tools on your applications to keep those uh, uh, those records of how something's changing? Or uh, do companies need to uh, you know, uh, hire big data storage providers to keep all this data you know, in, uh, on track with uh, all the different projects?
1: Well, the truth is that nothing is unhackable, right? So it's not just a matter of making sure that people can't get into your system, because especially if you have a foreign actor. Um, so if, say it was Russia, if Russia were to really want to get into your system, they could eventually figure out how to get into your system. And it's, so it's more of a matter of how to make sure that you know it if something's been modified right because intellectual property theft is only part of the of the concern when it comes to hacking Mm -hmm. it's modification that's the real danger and so you need to know how something was modified and you can't do that if you're if you have one point of record so storing it alone isn't enough you have to have a tool that compares it so what our tool does is it allows you to um see uh, how models compare over time. So you can sync it with your, uh, so let's say that you use FISNA for enterprise, for example, um, when you save a model to your current system, it syncs up with FISNA. And if something, someone were to go in and make a change, your CAD tool might not register that change because it's it doesn't see it maybe as a user making a change. It just something happened to the file. But as soon as that gets synced up with FISNA, we see a geometric alteration because we don't care about the file uh, name so much, we care about the geometry. Mm-hmm. And so any kind of modification of the geometry creates a, um, a, a modification to that model, which allows you to compare the two and say, hey, this is exactly where something was modified and the direct or indirect consequences to that model. So you know that it's been compromised. Wow. And you just can go back to the original and say, I'm not going to use this compromised version. And the problem is that if you don't detect it up front if you say, OK, well, uh, you know, hopefully that never happens to us, uh, and, and maybe we'll go back and check it one day in the future. You can sometimes find it, but it's a lot harder. And most people assume that when something breaks or doesn't work, they don't think of cyber attacks. right? The, the, the first thing your mind goes to is that there's something wrong with the manufacturing process or um, someone designed something incorrectly. And so it can be very, very often, even though we know these attacks take place, and there's evidence of that, um, most people don't catch it. They never think to look.
0: Okay. Hey, Paul, if I'm a big uh, parts manufacturer, just real quick, um, I would think that maybe buying your tech and uh, your process here would give me a leg up on my uh, competitors. Is this something that you want to uh, keep public or uh, would this be a potential takeover target uh, for a company? Is, is that a possibility? So uh, this kind of technology
1: is, is- does give people a lot of advantages. So the most common use cases for us outside of cybersecurity, are the reason that we built the company in the first place is because companies were redesigning the same thing over and over again. And we wanted people to be able to search geometrically, so they're not designing the same thing two, three, four times. Another problem with supply chain, um, which we know is a huge issue right now in the global economy is that you, because you have these duplicate models, you're unnecessarily relying on multiple vendors for the exact same part. So, something that FISN allows you to do is to say, or you can even kind of test this out on things which is the free version. Um, FISN for Enterprise is obviously more robust. You can see all the different suppliers out there who are capable of manufacturing this part, or if you have uh, the same part in your system 35 times in different departments, we'll say these are all the same thing, can all be used the same way just order it from one. So if one of the, your suppliers is unavailable, let's say they're in Russia, uh, and we and, and hmm. you're not able to access that part anymore, hmm. you know that you have a backup. You don't have to shut down
0: production anymore. Very cool. Paul, thanks for uh, explaining us um, the risks and, and the, the business too here. And I saw a diversion from our focus on the uh, swings of this market this week. Uh, appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. You got it. Paul Powers is the CEO at FISNAandThings.com.